This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Despite the slowdown in the Chinese market, the United States is where Mercedes-Benz is seeing the biggest fall in sales. Daimler, the parent company of Mercedes-Benz, posted surprisingly weak earnings for the first quarter as wealthy customers bought fewer Benzes. Sales were down in Europe, in China, and especially in the United States. Sales of heavy trucks and vans were up, however. Daimler managed to rake in nearly 40 billion euros in revenue, about the same as last year, but its earnings before interest and taxes fell 16% for a variety of reasons, including investigations into the company's cheating on diesel emissions. Japanese consumers are known for their keen interest in new technology, but apparently that doesn't apply to EVs or plug-in hybrids. Merrill Lynch surveyed Japanese consumers and found they're reluctant to buy used EVs and plug-ins because they're worried about the performance and reliability of the batteries. And that's dragging down residual values of new electrics. Merrill Lynch says, looks like the blame largely goes to the first generation of the Nissan LEAF. It had limited range and some of the batteries were known to degrade rather quickly. In Formula One racing over the weekend, Mercedes finished 1-2 yet again. In fact, that's how all four races this season have played out. But in Azerbaijan, it was Valtteri Bottas who came in first. He and his teammate, Lewis Hamilton, are now runaway leaders in the Drivers' Championship. In NASCAR, Chevrolet swept the top three positions at Talladega, with Chase Elliott taking the win. Prior to this, Ford won the last seven races at the track. But once again, it was a wreck-filled race with nearly one-third of the field taken out. say that electric vehicles are only going to catch on when there's enough charging stations around. So Penske Truck Leasing opened 14 chargers at four of its facilities in Southern California. And they're the first DC fast charging stations in the United States, specifically for heavy duty electric commercial trucks. DC chargers are faster because batteries can only store direct current electricity. So the chargers don't have to convert it from AC to DC, which is more efficient and faster. Penske plans to add at least six more chargers in the future for a total of 20. The 50 kilowatt and 150 kilowatt chargers can fully charge a class eight tractor in less than half a shift or less than four hours. The Department of Justice is investigating Ford over possible emissions violations. Earlier this year, Ford said it hired an outside firm to investigate whether incorrect computer modeling caused it to misstate fuel economy and emissions for some vehicles. It notified the EPA of its investigation at the time, which was prompted by a whistleblower inside the company. Ford revealed the DOJ investigation in a regulatory filing last week, which it says is just in the preliminary stages. And you know, it's a good thing that Ford notified the DOJ it may have violated emissions testing. The Justice Department is likely to go a lot easier on Ford because of that. And remember, FCA. 
just paid nearly a billion dollars in fines for bending the rules a little too much and at first denying that it did anything wrong. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, with friends like this, who needs enemies? Check out this video of a mechanic having fun with a co-worker repairing a truck by making it sound like there's a major engine problem and then listen for the reaction from the driver at the end of the video. And we want to thank our longtime viewer, Charles LaGreca, for sending that video our way. And if you see anything that you'd think would be fun to have on AutoLine Daily, send it our way, too. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Robert Bollinger, the founder of Bollinger Motors, a startup company that's making an all-electric off-road truck. They're going to be made in low volume, and during the show, Robert explained why he wants to keep it that way. So um, I knew that we needed to be in a, our own little niche and stay there and, and own it. So I think we've done that. I, don't, I think we put together in this truck what most car companies wouldn't do. It'd be either too expensive or too specific or you know, too limiting. Mm -hmm. So anyone else out there who's doing larger volumes and they purposely are doing that, great. That's your, that's your world. I just don't have the mind to want to go there. I don't want to raise billions of dollars. I don't want to get millions of you know, square feet of, of manufacturing space. I okay, just want to know everyone who works at the company and be able to walk out on the floor and we're making it basically by hand. I got to tell you, I'm super impressed with Bollinger and how he's going about developing his electric truck. By keeping it simple to build, he doesn't face massive tooling costs. In fact, you could call this a maker truck. And by keeping it low volume, he should easily hit his targets. And this should be a lesson for other startups like Elio, Fisker, and Faraday Future. Remember the startup mantra, start small, think big, move fast. And with those words of wisdom, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.